Hey everyone, we are on the set of VBS here at Cornerstone Church, but we're gonna also film a few questions on Ask, including, is it okay that God is jealous? Great question, so stay tuned on Ask. All right, welcome back. This is another edition of Ask, where you ask questions. We answer, we answer those questions as best we can, and by we, I mean me, usually. Sometimes we have guests on. Um, and you can ask questions by going to cornerstonebv.org, our website, our media page, drop down, hit ask, and then you just put your questions in from there. Um, we definitely need questions. We have a handful of them, but uh, they've dried up a little bit. So you've always wanted a question about faith, life, or uh, something that, that, you know, whatever it is, just ask it, and we'll try our best to to answer it. Um, VBS have been going great this week. That's why you see all the decorations, a lot of kids doing a lot of fun, but they're also uh, getting a lot of their questions answered about the Lord. So never too young or too old to ask questions. You like that transition? Me too. All right, first one is, was Jesus born with, quote, the knowledge of good and evil? That's all the question said. So first of all, let me just give you a few scriptures about uh, talking about Jesus. Luke chapter one, verse 80. And the child grew, meaning Jesus, and became strong in spirit. And he was in the wilderness until the day of the public appearance to Israel. So that's right after his baby is dedicated. And it just says he, he grew. And he grew in every which way. Luke 2.40. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom. And the favor of God was upon him. Luke 2.52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. So it just it can't, kind of encapsulates everything. Jesus grew in understanding and in wisdom just like any human being uh, uh, would. And, and so, however, the way this question was phrased, they're, they're kind of hearkening back, I like that word, hearkening, um, a little Shakespearean for you, uh, to Genesis where uh, Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which of course was their, God said not to, and they did, and that was the sin that just kind of plummeted us all into, into sin. So I, I almost wonder if that question is asking, did Jesus have that, therefore did he somehow, you know, entertain sin? Because that's what ultimately that means. So there's a lot of, um, the, well, a, a few theories on what exactly the knowledge of the tree of good and evil are, and we don't really have time to get into all of it, but, but really a couple of different, one is just obviously a, 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 an understanding of what is morally right or wrong. So certainly when you look at that, Jesus had as he grew in, in wisdom, and that's part of that, is understanding uh, in a full and perfect way uh, what is right, what is wrong, what is moral, what is immoral, what is sinful, not sinful, etc. Uh, but there's also this kind of understanding that Adam and Eve also, by eating from the tree of good and evil, they ex the, the, the knowing uh, that knowledge is often an experience, not just a, a, a head understanding. So they experienced good and evil by sinning against God. So in that case, Jesus never did that. He never violated any of the commands of the Father. He never sinned. He was not born of man, right? He was born of a virgin, the Holy Spirit. So he did not inherit this slavery, sinful nature that the rest of us do from Adam. And so he never experienced immorality, but he certainly understood it. Hopefully that, that answers your question. If not, follow up on it. Second one, it says, does the Son of Man, as a title, in quotes, have multiple meanings. Jesus references himself as this title frequently in the New Testament. Stephen uses it in Acts 7. But Ezekiel seems to uh, reference this title in the Old Testament. So absolutely, Son of Man is the title that Jesus used for himself most often when you read the Gospels. When he, when he talks besides 
uh, referring to himself as his name, it was always son of man. And he has lots of other titles and other things, but he always harped on that. But you, all, but you never see other people, for the most part, um, calling him that. Hey, son of man, right? His apostles didn't. And you don't see that in, in, in the rest of the New Testament. Paul doesn't refer to Jesus as that. Um, and the other apostles don't. In early church history, they, 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 he is the son of man, but they don't call it like that's his name, right? So what did it mean? Um, you know, there's, again, lots of thoughts on that by biblical scholars. But uh, the, the simplest, and I'm not sure if it's perfect, but the simplest definition is Jesus, as being fully God, was the Son of God. Positionally, he's equal with God, the Father, therefore he is God. But also, Son of Man means he was fully human. So when he's referring to himself as Son of Man, often he, he's talking about um, suffering and serving and doing the things that, that human beings uh, can, can do. But God certainly, well, God serves, but he doesn't, he, he doesn't uh, suffer and he doesn't have those limitations that human beings ha- have. Um, and so he, he refers to himself as son of man usually in that way. When Ezekiel is called the son of man, it's, it's really just another term of he is a human being. But Daniel 7 is really interesting, right? So I can read that for you, verses 13 and 14. It says, uh, I saw in the, in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a son of man. And he came, to the, he came to the ancient of days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. So when Jesus clearly quoted and using himself, he's saying that son of man uh, referenced and prophesied in Daniel is Jesus. So yes, fully God, fully man, but fully man also uh, is to be exalted, right? He is, he is going to have all authority at the right hand of God, which of course is what Stephen was referencing as well in Acts 7. And so he, he's saying, I am that son of man that you heard about, about in Daniel. And of course, the Jewish leaders hated him for saying that because they knew what he was saying. I'm the Christ. I'm the anointed one, the one you've been waiting for. And they didn't, for whatever reason, wanted to be Jesus. And so Jesus was very clearly saying, that's me. Okay. Uh, another quick one that I referenced in the opening, um, it just says, we are instructed not to be jealous. However, we serve a jealous God. What gives? I'm trying not to overthink this one. And that was from Ariel, uh, who always writes his questions in such a good way. Um, so there are instances of jealousy for anyone that are not sinful. If, uh, you know, somebody is trying to take my wife from me, right? Or uh, I have a right to be jealous of that. That's my wife. Um, she is for me, not for anyone else. So that's not a sinful jealousy, right? I'm not saying I'm always, you know, when you're jealous of everything. I'm saying a legit thing happening I should be jealous of that. If I see somebody trying to take my children from me, right, I'm going to be jealous of that because that is mine and not for you to take. Um, So jealousy is not always sinful. When you see the Bible saying don't be jealous, it's really talking about covenant. And so that means jealous of something someone else has is not yours. So that's sinful for me to covet your wife or your money or whatever. That is wrong. So when you see, especially in Exodus, uh, when God says, I'm a jealous God, he's talking about idol worship. And he's saying, you're not to worship any other gods. Why? Because you're my people and I'm your God. And just like if it was your wife or your husband, God has a right 
to us as his people. He created us, he has saved us, and therefore he is jealous of our attention and our affection and our worship. And he has a right to do that, so it is absolutely not sinful. It is good that he is jealous of us, that he wants our worship. What an honor that the heavenly creator of all things wants my worship. That's not something that I should feel like is a drag, but a great honor, and I'm glad he's jealous for it. All right, great questions. We'll see you next week with more questions. Uh, make sure you submit yours online. Come see us in church, one of our three services, uh, 5 o'clock Saturday or 9 or 11 on Sunday. In the meantime, be well. See you soon.